playing online and on smart devices. Now on London Scotty Radio, it's podcast time. I'm George Matlock. Hello and welcome to Scotty MOT. This is the very first episode of our advice line. And uh, today I'm very pleased to tell you we have on the line uh, somebody who uh, knows a lot about Scotties, but not only. Uh, she also is responsible for Westies. Yes, I know. Uh, so our good cousins uh, from the Highlands. Um, we've got Jackie Ash on the line. Uh, she's from Ashgate uh, Grooming and Kennels in Five Head in Somerset. Hello to you. Hello, hi. It's lovely to have you on, on this the very first show of Scotty MOT. <coughs> now, um, you're obviously a, a very successful groomer, and we'll be talking about that in today's programme. But one thing I want is just to clear up, first of all, is um, um, five head. Has any dog ever come out of your kennel, kennels with five heads? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been, we've been breeding Scotties and Westies for a number of years, mm -hmm. and although we don't have Scotties anymore... Um, it's we're well known in in Somerset and particularly in Five Head, I think, for our for our terriers. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, now the uh, you're in a really lovely part of the world. Um, so um, uh, so, and I know exactly where it is. It's beautiful, very near to Taunton. For those who want to try and find out, well, where is that on the map exactly in Somerset? Um, so, Jackie, first of all, um, I wanted to ask you on this because obviously we, this is very much an advice line show. One of the things that people have been asking a lot about um, is whether they should clip their dogs or whether they should hand strip them. And we've had a few uh, video uh, films that have edged towards the idea that hand stripping, hands down, pardon the pun, is better than clipping. Would you, would you agree with that? On the whole, yes, it is. It's, it's better for the, for the coat because it's allowing it to regrow re in a natural way. And that's going to give your dog much better protection against weather, you know, heat, cold, um, as well as when they're walking, if they're coming across any mud or, you know, burrs, that type of thing. Mm. There is nothing wrong with clipping. And many customers of ours, and, you know, they do go the clipping route. I personally prefer hand stripping because, as I say, it preserves that coat. It's what naturally the Scotty coat should be doing. But it's also, from an owner's point of view, you would have to go every six to eight weeks to have a clip. Your dog is also going to be bathed, which is going to change the coat texture completely. You're also going to, by clipping, build up a very, very thick undercoat, which isn't particularly good when we're living in central heated houses. It's, you know, you are pushing towards shall we say, not assisting them with any, with any skin conditions. Mm, okay. Now, with, with clipping, you're saying every six to eight weeks, you'd, you'd have to take them in for grooming. Yes. With hand stripping, how long, how long between visits? It depends, on the, it depends on the coat, but here we recommend three to four months. Big difference, and I suspect a big yeah. difference as well budget-wise. I'm, I'm sure it works out cheaper to hand strip, does it, than clip? It probably, yes, it does. I mean, there are less and less people, unfortunately, less and less groomers doing hand stripping um, because it isn't as commercially viable as perhaps clipping is. Uh, it takes a lot longer. You have to have a lot more skill and training to do it. But I think even if you end up paying more for your hand stripping, then 
budget-wise, I think it is it is worth it, and I think you'll have less vet, less vet bills. Okay, and uh, tell us if you would. Um, so, at the moment, um, hand stripping is saying few, fewer hands doing it, fewer places yes. you can take your your dogs. Um, yes. How how has this particularly been impacted by the pandemic in the last year? I think it has been impacted because during our lockdown, we had a great number of people buying puppies. And unfortunately, a lot of puppies were being bought that were what we what at the moment is commonly called designer dogs, you know, our cockapoos and our labradoodles. There's nothing at all wrong with those breeds, but they are very, very popular and they are always clipped. They're always on a four to six week cycle. And therefore, for groomers, it's very, very good bread and butter money. So the specialist skills of stripping Scotties, Airedales, etc., is has has died out a little bit. Well, that's very disappointing, and I'm sure to many of our listeners um, uh, who will indeed be looking for the best option. It's, it's, it's ironic sure. that um, supply is drying up at a time when demand, it seems, for the Scotty absolutely. is in, in in resurgence, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I lots... mean, we're running courses all the time for not only groomers but for owners, so that they can try and learn to maintain their dogs between professional grooms purely and simply because the gap between the grooms has become has become bigger um because there's fewer people doing the hand stripping i mean we're getting you know as you know we have people traveling from all over the country to come here which is crazy you know there should be people locally and that's what we as our business is is trying to do is to train groomers to do this properly now there are some. Um, there is a bit of um, uh, light at the end of the tunnel, isn't there? There's a website which I know you're you're involved with, um, which I hope that will in time address redress rather the the balance, so that we do have more uh, professional groomers um, around the country that can yeah. help. Because not everyone yeah. can do these things at home. I mean, even if they wanted to learn the skills, and the, and it's great that you offer the, the courses. Of course, not everyone has the time and the inclination to actually carry mm-hmm. that out at home. Yeah. Well, certainly anybody that's looking for a qualified groomer, um, and when I say qualified, minimum level, I would, I would say, is a level three diploma. And you need to go onto a, um, a website called the Groomer Spotlight. All right, it is set up by professional groomers who have an in, industry, um, how can I put it? You know, they're so passionate about our industry and making sure that everybody that does their job and on the grooming side is professional. So go on there. Any of those groomers that are registered on there, we all pay a a price to go on there. And the only reason we're there is to try and promote really healthy, good quality professional grooming. That sounds fantastic. Just to remind uh, listeners, that's thegroomersspotlight.com. Great. Okay. well, thank you very much for that, Jackie. And um, and. I've, I've already looked at the website and I was very pleased to hear that there are actually uh, some uh, some groomers who do hand stripping of Scotties in central London or around Greater London, which is a revelation in itself. So we wish that website a lot of success and thank you very much for bringing that website to our attention because it's thanks to you that we actually heard about it. So thanks again for that, Jackie. Oh, that's a pleasure. So I just finally wanted to turn to the subject of today. Now, today is the Remember, Remember, the 5th of November. And, of course, it's Guy Fawkes Night. Fireworks um, are plenty. Um, Now, for for canines, this is not the best day of the year, is it? No, it's not. And, 
you know, there's more and more firework displays which are now going noiseless. But I'm sure tonight we're going to hear a lot of bangs. So uh, my advice, obviously, to everybody out there with their dogs is treat them completely normally. Don't make a big fuss of them because they'll think something's up. Put the radio on or the telly up a little bit higher than you normally would um, and involve them in it. And if you can give them something, you know, to chew on, anything like an antler or a buffalo horn that you, they don't normally get, you'll find that they're probably not really interested in what's going on outside. That's very sage advice. Thank you so much for that, Jackie. Okay. I, I must admit, I'd never heard of noiseless fireworks. They sound yeah, pretty well, boring. I know, well, I know, but apparently it's, it's the in thing. So um, I wait to see, but I, don't, I, I haven't seen them yet. But I quite like the bangs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay well um yeah okay everyone to their own super stuff uh, jackie thank you very much for being our first guest on scotty mot today <laughs> and we wish everybody a very safe and successful uh, bonfire night be very careful with fireworks they really can be dangerous um and uh, yes keep your dogs indoors and as you heard there from jackie turn up the radio tv or whatever you've got uh, and uh, try and involve them with something like uh, some some kind of a chew some kind of a treat that they wouldn't normally have i mean i'll have a look in my, my cellar and see if i've got a few spare antlers you know <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the sort of thing that, hap that, that happens in Somerset. I can tell you that to yeah, London yeah, Scotty we... Club members, that might be a bit of a push. <laughs> yes, well, it, it, maybe it is a Somerset thing. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Have a great day and enjoy Bonfire Night. Thank you. Thanks for listening to London Scotty Radio. This and all our podcasts are available online at londonscotty.club. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to us from your favourite podcast player app. Also visit us on YouTube for fun videos. And if you have a Scottish Terrier in London or nearby, be sure to join us.